edition of POV Global. I'm your host, TJ Logan. With me, Elio Canella. Elio, we are scouring the world. Yes, we are. I gotta ask, Elio, I kind of hope you didn't hear that preview I sent out there because I think I might have got a little carried away. (laughs) I don't really want to break your back in any kind of maneuver, (laughs) but... I am a I man did, of my... I did see that video. Oh, I looked so sad in that video. I know. When they you had know, my picture up there. I, I do want to say I don't want to do it, but because of journalistic integrity, if we do not get 100,000 downloads, I'm afraid I'm going to have to do it, Elio. I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, listeners, I implore you to tune in to Wrestling POV Global. <laughs> he implores you greatly. <laughs> Anyways, Elio, how was your week, buddy? Uh, my week was uh, great. Well, you know what? There's a lot of great wrestling out this week. Yeah, I, uh, there was a, there was a lot actually. Um, the Rev Pro. Um, besides that, the two matches, I decided to check out like the rest of them, but I didn't look, watch the whole thing because that would have been way too long. It was way a too lot many of wrestling. hours of wrestling. It was funny. We finally got some Rev Pro thrown our way. It is a couple weeks late, but there were some cool matches on there that we're still going to talk about. And uh, yeah, Rev it took Pro- place um, at the beginning of January on the yeah. 5th and the sixth. Yeah, so uh, we got them a little late, but that's okay. Uh, the funny part is the two regular weekly shows that we were given and the, and their kind of big event. The big event mm-hmm. was kind of dull. I didn't really find very much exciting in it, but I found at least one or two cool matches in their weekly show, and we're going to talk about those. Okay. Okay, but let's start off with rumblings. There's a lot of there's kind of a weird undercurrent we're also going to talk about today and uh, after the rumblings because. There is some kind of weird stuff going on right now concerning people being signed and who, let's even call it, uh, and I hate to use the word impact, but the impact of AEW getting ready. There's lots of crazy things going around. We're going to talk about that, but let's get first of all into our news. Uh, Okay. MLW has uh, proudly announced a sponsor this week. Now, usually that's not a big deal because any job can sponsor you a restaurant down the street, but this is actually GoDaddy.com, who I know you've seen commercials for, Elio. Oh, I read, I read about that. Uh, GoDaddy was sponsoring MLW, yes. Yes, that's a big sponsorship for MLW, yeah. so congratulations to them. And uh, on an interesting side, uh, they've been promoting their big super fight coming up. They've signed mm-hmm. another match this week, Puma King, and will be taking on... Gringo Loco, who, uh, wow. Who, who we talked about last week. Who we did not talk very nicely about last week. <laughs> no, we didn't. No, we I didn't. Did, I, didn't, I didn't like him at all. I don't I, know. But yeah, um, Super Fight is, uh, takes place on February 2nd. Yes, and you know what? At least he's not that little tiny guy they used to play that we were getting so sick of. Remember, uh, what was that guy's name? What? Don't say his name. We're not going to give it away. <laughs> we don't want fans to look him up. But 
There was a tiny five foot two wrestler yes. who looked like he was about twelve years old. Five two. I'm sure you're mistaken. I'm sure he was four nine. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, going on to news out of Ring of Honor. Uh, one of the big news. I don't know if you're a, fo- a follower of uh, Japanese women wrestlers, but one of the biggest Japanese women wrestlers in a long time, Mayu. Iwatani will be doing a special appearance in ROH on February 9th in Miami. Big news for uh, people who enjoy uh, Japanese female wrestling. You know, that's uh, one thing that uh, I actually uh, saw a question a while back. Someone was asking if, they, if they're if they ever planning on having a women's wrestling in uh, New Japan. You know what? You don't really hear about any of that. There is none at all at the moment. And uh, that is yeah. probably something we should discuss one day, but... Uh, as far as I know, there never has been, and I don't think there ever will be. It and uh, I, I do remember AJPW. Yeah. The All Japan one, yeah. Yeah, that was a totally different company. It seems like Japan likes to keep that very separate. Women mm-hmm. wrestling and men wrestling, very separate. Um, here's something really interesting, and we talked about this, and I know you sent me an email saying, hey, did you hear about this? All the concerning yes. Roosh, uh, the international star from CMLL, who mm-hmm. we had talked about, having some big matches coming up in MLW. Well, it turns out that ROH goes under and signs him to an exclusive contract. Now, here's one thing, fans, you have to realize is that ROH also has a great working relationship with CMLL, which Mm -hmm. means that Roosh may not have wanted to go 100% in there, but his company on both sides are forcing him in, so he will be doing this. Now, there are some consequences for other talents. W MLW had been uh, planning to use Dragon Lee quite a bit. Now I saw him. Tonight. Now he will not be used going forward because they do not want. Because he also works with CMLL, they do not want mm-hmm. any kind of build up a guy and have him taken away. They say they're only going to do dealing with Triple A now for a while, which is the other company in Japan or in Mexico. So yep. unfortunately, Dragon Lee caught in this kind of uh, thing. So, not cool. Not cool. Uh, ROH also signed up an, another couple guys. Uh, PJ Black. I don't know if you remember PJ Black. used to wrestle... PJ, by the way, uh, Justin, Justin Gabriel. Gabriel in the WWE. Yes, he's been on the Independence now for yeah. a while. He'll be in there. And uh, Hot Sauce Tracy Williams, who we did see uh, recently a few times in ROH, is now signed to uh, an exclusive deal in ROH. So, that, that's great because I've seen his name floating around quite a bit in the independence. Kind of good to see him finding a place. Uh, on Impact News, whoa, Impact News. What, who would ever thought we'd ever say that? But oh, wow. they are expanding a TV deal to MVS TV in Mexico. So they have picked up a TV. And it's sad that the Mexican channel is probably 20 times bigger than the uh, Pursuit channel. <laughs> but at least they're getting eyes on them in Mexico. And they're, and they're going to be there next yes, week. Yes, they are. And they're going to be taping. So... Good, good job on Impact. Hopefully, this will be a bit of a climb out of the toilet because things have been looking more and more bleak. It gets to the point where we can't even say how much bleaker can this company get. Yeah. In um, our last bit of news that I'm going to bring in here, uh, believe it or not, is AEW news. They haven't even started, oh, and I have some news for them. And it's not signings. Really? It's not signings. Oh, okay. Now, apparently, the hot topic, uh, you know, those places that uh, the Bullet Club made very uh, had their shirts famously uh, sold across yep. North America. Hot Topic. Hot Topic has decided yep. that they will test uh, AEW shirts in 140 locations across North America to see if they'll sell. What? Yeah, they're going to take they're going to test out. But they're not even on yeah. TV. Yes. They just have the logos wow. out, the shirts are there. <laughs> they're going to start selling them if okay. these things sell well at those 140 locations. 
they will in fact start selling them at all their locations. Uh, I didn't, I, you know, I forgot. I should have looked at. There's probably a hot topic in the Toronto area that will be selling it. I do know for my side of the the country here, uh, one of the Calgary stores will be selling it. So interesting to see people buying T-shirts for an entity that yeah. hasn't even started. I wonder how many uh, Jericho T-shirts are we going to see floating around? Yeah, there? bet you we're going to see quite a few, and probably variations yep. of every one of them. And of course, the rumors now. The biggest rumor that we have to look at is all this craziness with signings. Before, independence wasn't a big deal to be signed. Guys kind of came and went. As we've talked, we've seen lots of guys floating around from show to show. But with AEW now potentially looking to sign a lot of the bigger names in the independence, all the other companies, MLW, ROH, looking very keenly at trying to sign the guys that they have. So we may not have that uh, opportunity of people's bouncing around North America. We may or may not, but we do know lots of crazy signings. I mean, the the, the Roosh signing really threw off a lot of people, and it kind of was a, a shot in the dark. You know, it, it, this might be the uh, declaration of war amongst the independents, I think. And I think it's going to be very yeah, interesting. Yeah, because uh, everyone, was, uh, everyone was looking forward to that uh, match with uh, Pentagon. Well, yeah, no, with the park, L.A. Park. I mean, yeah, L.A. Oh, yeah. Park. They were already talking about that, and, and I'm yeah. disappointed because I thought we'd see that across North American rings. Now yeah. we get the whole Rush versus uh, the Kingdom. Oh, boy. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's take a look at our poll. Elio, we okay. had a poll, and uh, I got to tell you, this poll was really interesting. Uh, it w They told us, the guys that uh, take care of all these things, were saying to us yep. they could not believe how many people actually... Uh, turned out for the poll. I'm looking at it right now. All right. Well, I am. I am looking for it myself. <laughs> um, let's see, here we go. I want you to start. Why don't you read a couple of the comments first of all? Now, the first of all, okay. the poll was: Do you think that AEW will succeed or will it fail? Elliot, why don't you read out a couple of the comments that we've got on that? So this one, uh, Chris. Ferrier says, if they can get a decent TV deal, I can totally see them succeeding. I don't see them being competition to WWE for a long time, at least. But with the talent they have to work with so far, they could easily overtake ROH, in my opinion. Ooh, interesting stuff. Hmm. What else we got on there? Let me find another one that we have. That, that one. All right, how about this one? Okay, Here's so, one guy. So this, okay, this one, I, I found one. I found one. Uh, this one is Anthony Kennedy. Says, dude, seriously, how can this fail? If TNA has been around longer than WCW existed, then a company started with super excited talent and billionaire intent on succeeding should not fail. Worst case scenario, there will be a new ROH. Okay. I've got one here from a Daniel Fran... Let's see, Fransconi? Fransconi? No, sorry if I got your name wrong, Daniel. He said, anything's better than Raw. SmackDown is at least watchable. <laughs> Simon, <laughs> yo, Simon Christopher Davis says, what are we classifying as a success? And we had our good friend at POV say, uh, Rick Serrano say, uh, ROH quality. To which he replied, <laughs> see, that's tough. I am getting, I can see them getting to maybe PWG evolved popularity, maybe even ROH quality but they won't compete with the WWE. And Ronald Warren Jr. says, Simon Christopher Davis not becoming irrelevant is what I'd personally say. It could very well just be flavor of the month or even of the year. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah, that one's a little bit thing. Um, how about yourself, Elio? When we asked that question, what was your what was your take? Did you think it was going to be a success? Well, um, I I hope it I hope it will be a success, but it's still too early to tell. I mean, they, they're still talking about, like, uh, 
securing a TV deal, and and uh, they haven't done that yet, but um, they haven't held any uh, live events uh, because they've just done the signings. But they're already like selling merchandise. And so. Yeah, that's already pretty amazing, I would think. So it's hard to say right now. Okay, well, I have Bill Lewis who said, they will have success but never dethrone WWE. What they will do, though, is force WWE to put out a better product, and in the end, that benefits all wrestling fans. Good point, Bill. And uh, and this uh, one, James Power, says, It's too early to tell. Personally, I hope they succeed. I hope they're around for a long time. Okay. I have some guys who are going to say, like, I, I see Alberto Alvarado who says, AEW will work. And Frank Holland says, if they get a network to broadcast them, he figures they'll work. So you know what? There's lots of people who seem very positive about this, and I find that pretty cool. Uh, myself, yeah, I, I, I've got to, I got to say, um, well, you know what? I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention one more comment that I saw in here. I noticed that uh, Rick Serrano III's uh, cousin, cousin Jay, actually wrote in here, and I'm just trying to pull up his, uh, his comment. Boy, we are having the best time here today, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Technology, you got to love it, phones. Um, he was of the opinion that uh, Vince McMahon will rise up and pretty much crush uh, the, will crush AEW if, you know, it becomes a threat. And I got to say, um, I looked at this too. Oh, actually, I found, I, I, I found, I found it, the okay. comment right here. It says, another WCW Vince will figure out a way to shut yeah. it down. So he's pretty sure that, you know, Vince is going to stop this. Will it succeed? Man, I, I have been saying I wish it would, but I don't think it will. Now, folks, all the people who wrote into this, all the people who voted, it was a whopping 81% who said, yes, it will succeed. So there are a lot of people who believe that this is a good thing. There are 19% who said, no, no, this will not succeed. So it's not, it's still a pretty lopsided victory, you know, but... Unfortunately, this isn't the kind of victory that we know much about since nothing's happened yet. No matches have been really done. Uh, we can always hope for the best, right? Yes, sir. All right. Well, you know what? I wanted to throw out next week's poll right now, and it'll come up in a couple okay. days. And this concerns something that we're going to talk about as we look at some of the matches this week that we've seen. Uh, one thing that's become very apparent is the fact that um, right now we're in this kind of, I don't know what you call it, this kind of golden age of independent wrestling where independent wrestling is big enough to have tv shows not big enough to compete with the wwe but we start to find mm -hmm. multiple wrestlers crossing over to different companies and that would be cool yep. if they were represented the same but they're not sometimes they're a villain in one time they're they're uh, a good guy in another company and i remember in the old days the territories you couldn't do that because it was confusing and i want to know fans is it cool when you turn on your tv to see your favorite wrestler wrestling in two or three different other companies? Or is it just kind of weird and confusing? So that'll be the poll. Is it cool to have wrestlers cross to different uh, shows? Or is it a bit weird and confusing considering they don't act the same way on every show? Elio, what do you think? We'll talk about it again next um, week. But what do you think off the top of your head? Well, I, what, I, what, I, what I think is um, that it would, I think it would actually uh, be pretty cool because it makes for like new fresh new storylines in any company but you don't find that the, those storylines may get confusing if i turn on mlw and uh uh bob smith is like the the greatest guy in the world and i turn on ring of honor and he's the biggest jerk you don't think that's confusing or well 
Uh, it could be confusing, but like again, but if you just look at uh, the storyline from from a storyline uh, perspective, it's like fresh new storylines. But otherwise, yeah, if you're looking at it from the wrestler's uh, point of view uh, angle, uh, it's um it does uh, get confusing because you're so used to this uh, wrestler being uh, a certain way, and then he's on a new show and he's uh, right. Well, you know what? Looking at myself, I have to say I don't like it. I don't like it, and I find it confusing and weird because what makes you like a wrestler, what makes you uh, follow a wrestler is something you see, and then to have that turned around upside down at the same time you're seeing it somewhere else, I think is confusing and takes away the luster and the, I don't know. It's that whole fantasy. Like, you know, we always have to suspend our disbelief. Don't make me have to really, really, really suspend my disbelief. You know, it shouldn't have to be a chore to watch wrestling. And, and I think sometimes things like this can kind of make it a bit of a chore. I know it makes me uh, hate a certain wrestler. It doesn't matter which company he's in. Uh, you're talking Sammy Callahan. You be, <laughs> you be nice. I know you love OVE, but you hate Sammy Callahan. How does that work? I'm sure you're mistaken. <laughs> Well, you know what? Let's move on now to uh, to Rev Pro Wrestling. Usually, this is the slot. Rev Pro Wrestling. This is the slot where we usually put in New Japan, but there is pretty much nothing going on right now in New Japan. It's it's mm-hmm. been very quiet. They're doing a little bit of that fantastical, whatever that mid heavyweight thing that means absolutely nothing. It has okay. Japanese stars versus Mexican stars, and there just really isn't. Um, there really isn't. It's really hard to follow because they don't put it in English, and none of these matches really mean anything. They're all just one-off times. So, so it's just a, a random event, a random event that they have. Yeah, going. I think like those Impact One Night Only garbage pay-per-views that don't mean dick. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. right, right along okay. those lines. So we right. did, however, found some stuff from Rev Pro. And I, f- I found it ironic that we found three three different things from RevPro. We found Snake Pit 36 and 37, which is their regular sort of weekly show. And okay. then we found uh, their kind of big show to start off the year, which is ironically kind of boring. I watched it and I, I didn't really, nothing really stood out to me. However... Okay, I didn't get to see that one. I thought I uh, saw the 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 two, the three six and three seven. Well, you know what? If New Japan doesn't do anything next week, we might have to go back and watch that one. So maybe I shouldn't talk so badly about oh. it. But uh, <laughs> let's take a look at Snake Pit thirty six. Uh, I really enjoyed okay. this match, and I know I'm biased because this guy is from my uh, part of the country. I've seen him wrestle many times out in the West Coast and sometimes in Alberta. I'm talking about El Fantasmo, who is just. I think one of the most dynamic mid heavyweight wrestlers out there right now, and and he took on Shaw Samuels, Shaw Samuels who most definitely is not a mid heavyweight champion. This uh, Shaw Samuels is actually a former heavyweight champion. He's getting he's sort of on the tail end of his career. Big bulky mm-hmm. man wears suspenders, which is very odd thing to see a wrestler wrestling <laughs> tights and suspenders. Um, what do you think of this match, buddy? Uh, you know what I like I like Phantasmo. Oh, Phantasmo was like pretty cool. I I still want those sunglasses. I think you would look way. so cool in those sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> I love no. I just, I just like his whole uh, in ring uh, move set. He has like all these like high flying moves and and the moonsault that he executes from the top. Oh, uh, the kind of triple jump up, bounce up, bounce up, yep. boom. Yeah, pretty yeah. cool. So, like he goes from he goes from one end of the ring all the way to the other, and he just like jumps up onto the ro- top rope and executes that move. And what about the yeah? And then he combines that uh, kind of back and forth thing. And then he has. Uh, did you notice how he walks the ropes a lot? 
kind of like the undertaker, but a lot yeah. faster and a lot yeah. more skilled yeah. walks across and then jumps into like a kind of a hurricanrana off the top. Pretty yes. cool and innovative. Yeah. Now he's, uh, he's, he's obviously on a collision course with the, uh, the mid heavyweight champion there, who is uh, David Starr, who we've talked about in the past. I'm going to be very yes. interested to see that. I mean, it seems the storyline that they've been putting up here is Phantasmal has had his shots and has failed each time, but it's because David Starr has used a lot of uh, cheap tactics to, to get away with his belt. And it'll be interesting to see where this goes because they paint Phantasmal as a very nice, easygoing guy who just wants to wrestle and have fun. And David Starr as the very much hardcore cheater who will do anything to keep his belt. Yes. Now, moving on. Now, 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 there, there, is one, there is one thing I really don't like in these, uh, in these, uh, the Rebel yeah. like where the English style is, uh, I even saw Phantasmo do it uh, for for a bit uh, in the match where they go after the fingers. Yeah, that seems to be too. Br- it's very British, and I, I'm not sure if I like that either. Yeah, I, it's I it's mean, getting overplayed. And like I, I wasn't expecting that like from him, like because I expected from like guys like Zack Saber and Pete Dunne yeah. or whatever, but not so much from El Phantasmo, right? Eh? Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, moving on to Snake Pit 37, uh, we could not go without talking about this main event pack formerly known as Neville, taking on Zack Sabre mm-hmm. Jr. for the British heavyweight title. Zack had... J- and, it was, and it was scheduled for one oh, fall. Oh my goodness, that one fall thing. <laughs> Is it the British that started I know this? you love that yeah, chat. I, I, did the British start this? It seems they do that a lot. But uh, folks, i got to tell you, this match was really good. Um, Zack Sabre Jr. had just won the British heavyweight uh, title two nights before yep. in Japan, flew over... And uh, put it against Pac. Now, Pac, as you remember, was Neville. Ah, uh, he looks tremendous. Man, that guy is built. Uh, this was actually a non-title yep. match. It was uh, Sabre who said uh, he'd put his belt yep. up right there. Well, you know what? It was such an incredibly good match. I really enjoyed it. Um, the mm. the booker in me was always like, well, how are they going to get past this? Are you going to take the belt off, Zach? You know, he just won it. But Neville just came back. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't surprise me that this ended up... And I know a lot of fans were disappointed, and I guess the way it happened was a bit disappointing, but Zack Sabre Jr. gets himself disqualified over something kind of minor that a lot of guys do during matches, which kind of ticked off a lot of fans. The ref- I think I missed uh, that. What did he do again? Well, I it just ended up being a kind of a kerfuffle where he bumped into the ref, and he didn't really mean to. Oh, that's right. He, uh, he yeah, um, Neville was on the rope, and yeah, then, he, uh, pushed- he just like pushed, pushed the referee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, now, how many okay. times have we seen that in a gazillion thing? So the fans were... The yep. fans were hot that this ended ended Pac's uh, chance to win the belt. Um, but yep. it does set up a rematch for later. And I got to tell you, Neville does not look like he's lost a step. I think he looks better shaped than he did in the WWE. Yeah, it looks great. All right. Well, but um, the one chant, the one chant that uh, really gets me. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the fans over there have ruined the White Stripes Seven Nation Army for me. Wh- why is that? Because uh, the when they chant uh, Zack Sabre Jr. Oh, that's the that's the tune to what uh, seven nation. You know, Army, I didn't even notice. Way, it's it's so hard to half the time to hear what the chant music is. They they even do it on NXT UK. I don't know. Zack Saber Jr. is um well he, he's not quite up there. The hate of OVW because at least Zack Saber Jr. has talent. He's he's yeah. won his hate for us because he's just a douchebag. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, OVE they're not only douchebags but they're also untalented douchebags. So we hate him in a different way. How, how about we, we'll go with yes. that? Yes. That sound good? Yeah. All right. 
That sounds good. Well, you know what? Let's move on to Impact. And I think you were going to lead us off in Impact this week. Okay, yes, I was. And uh, Impact Wrestling, you know, again, I went in with an open mind because if I'm Impact and my product sucks, I'm going to do like everything I can to try and turn things around. Mm-hmm. So this week, again, it was good, not great, but it wasn't like really bad. Okay. So basically, uh, the beginning of the let, let, you know what? Let's show, let's just do matches. Let's skip anything that's not super big. Yeah, okay? yeah. No, it's like the basically it was centered around uh, Brian Cage wanting looking for Johnny Impact and uh, wanting his rematch. So um, he interrupted the first match. So there was no contest between uh, Caleb Conley and KM. <laughs> Two guys. And then yeah. uh, we. Yeah. That, that was a match that nobody really cared about anyway, so we should thank him. And then e- Ethan Page defeats Eddie Edwards by DQ because Edwards decided to use Kenny to get himself disqualified. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, we don't usually talk about the knockouts, but being that Jordan Grace was... Since it was a legitimate in, match, uh, this we'll talk one, about it, yeah. Yeah. So Jordan Grace defeated Allie, and of course, we saw the return of Rosemary again. That that was actually a good match. I I enjoy uh, Jordan Grace a lot, and uh, yep. you know what? I do have a. You know what? I think I'm going to try and throw this out there. Let's see if next week we can do an interview that I did with Jordan Grace not too less than a year ago. Uh, maybe we'll try and see if we can play that one in our time capsule next week. Okay, you know this one actually she uh, used a, a pump handle sit down slam for to pick up the win. It was it was impressive. She's a very strong strong lady. And then you know. I'm not even going to talk about Scarlet Bordeaux because she just... It's nonsense. It's nonsense. <laughs> um. So the next one, it was Brian Cage defeating Moose. 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 With, uh, the, drill, Moose. with the drill claw. Moose. Moose. Oh, sorry. I was getting into the thing. Sorry. <laughs> we know he's your favorite. Uh, I don't know what to think of Moose. There's times I watch him and I think, man, this guy's got talent. And then there's times I watch him and I think, how did this guy ever get a job? So he's pretty inconsistent with the way he performs. Yeah. And do not give him... Of course, of course we Don't have give a, him interview time. Sorry? He's terrible on the mic. No. Yeah. What do you think of this match? Of course we... What do you think of this match? Um, I'm not a biggest Moose fan. I, I like Brian Cage, but uh, I'm not a Moose fan. Brian Cage, you ever look at him and wonder why the WWE never picked him up? Mm-hmm. I mean, he looks like the kind of guy they'd want. Well, he, he was there for a short time, but he was like in, in a FCW before it was an XC. Oh, back like Ohio, oh, sorry, Ohio Valley Wrestling. Is that what that was? OVW? Yeah, yeah, yeah yes. Yeah. Huh. That was like in 2010 when FCW was still there. Yeah, but that was years ago. You think they take another look at the guy? I mean, he is pretty, he's pretty <laughs> right. big. He's got muscles on top of his muscles. <laughs> and now, uh, Ty Valkyrie gave us a health update saying she said she'll be uh, in Mexico City next mm-hmm. week. We get a Tessa Blanchard going and all insane on the production crew backstage and the brawl with Gail Kim. Yeah, which will be interesting. What do you think about Gail Kim coming back? Yeah, um, see, th- see, in wrestling, you never believe retirement stories because they always find a way to come back and make an, one more for, come back for one more, one more one match. One more match. This is like one Gail more Kim. match. <laughs> this is Gail Kim. Like, she said she retired, but uh, yeah. yeah. She's going to be back for one more for match. For sure. And then, of course, we had Rich Swan uh, defeating Trey McGill. Now, Rich Swan. And uh, there were there were a series of uh, pinfall reversals in uh, this match. There's a, a typical Rich Swan, really fast, lots of movement. Um, yep. And Rich Swan, this time playing the good guy, which is funny because we'll say later on uh, what I was kind of mumbling about with our poll. Rich Swan, the fun guy here, not so much in MLW. And, of course, in our main event, we had 
LAX versus Elio's favorite team of all time. No, I'm sure you're mistaken about that. Um, I thought you loved OVW. <laughs> or sorry, OVE. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was thinking wrestling. I, you don't think wrestling is OVE. <laughs> OVE. <my goodness. laughs> then we, uh, LAX picking up the, the victory. And uh, this one, when they finished uh, Jake Kristoff with a double team flip slam for the win. Now, I got a question for you. Yes. The Chris brothers are crap. Uh, yeah. Now, you think you see one really bad wrestler. How did two really bad, terrible brothers make it anywhere? Oh, man. I have no you idea. You know, someday OVE is going to be waiting for us somewhere and beat the hell out of us. But you know what? <laughs> We're only saying what every other person who's ever turned on Impact has ever said. How did these idiots ever get a job? Ugh. I'm not, we're not telling them anything they don't yeah, already they know. know. That. They look in the mirror. They know what they are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. You know, overall, how would you have rated the Impact uh, show this week? Okay. So, again, um, they've still got a long way to go. A lot of work that has to be done to fix this company or turn things around. But if I'm them and I really want it to be successful... I'm going to do everything I can to do that. And uh, this week's was good, but not great. You know what I'm, again, you know what I'm not liking about uh, Impact is the production values. For a, t- for a company that's supposed to be giving us uh, big-time wrestling and stuff, it looks pretty amateurish. Mm-hmm. It looks pretty... Uh, there's times when you see segments and things like that. And, and just such bad writing. I mean, if you want to rip off Raw... Rip off the good yep. parts of Raw. Don't rip off the crap. Yeah, they're, parts. They're, they're, they were saying, like you were saying last week, oh, Impact's going to be edgier now. I'm like, okay, I can't be the way Yeah, I, I'm. What you, yeah. What are you going to be like? Uh, are you going to be like a Curb Your Enthusiasm and Larry David saying that that was always Seinfeld's little brother? No, it's like, are you going to be like a Seinfeld being Cheers' little brother? Yeah. Impact can't be WB's little brother. Well, if it hadn't been for Jordan Grace. Uh, Brian Cage and Rich Swan and Avian LAX this week. I'm yep. gonna have to give it a eh, whatever. I, yeah. I will not have those that hour of my life back. That's sad. Like I will say this: um, when they moved to Destination America, uh, that was really bad because uh, there were like a whole bunch of new faces I had never seen before or heard of before, and it was like the arena. The production was really dark; mm-hmm. like you couldn't even see the fans. You mainly you see the lights in the ring. That's it. Well, you know what? Uh, I'm not going to even dump on Impact this week. I mean, uh, it's it is what it is, right? Let's hope. Uh, no, at least they're, at least uh, they're trying, but they really need to work on it. The writing and yeah, I guess to say that they did good this week is sort of like saying you're the smartest kid with Down syndrome. Oh well. <laughs> You know what? Uh, I've had my meanness for the while, folks. Let's move on. Let's take a break first, though. And uh, I know, Elio, I got to get the meanness out of me. I got to drink a a lemon tea or something. Get it out. Let's take Let's go to a break here. And uh, I don't know. Maybe try and move some merchandise or something or another like that. Okay. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is The Godfather, and you're listening to the POV Podcast. Hello. This is Miguel Cole from the Wrestling POV Podcast. Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global is affiliated with the Collar and Elbow brand. Go to CollarandElbowBrand.com and save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Collar and Elbow has t-shirts, hoodies, sunglasses, and more. 
And the best part, you're helping out your local indie wrestlers. And you're helping out the best wrestling podcast of all, Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global. You don't want to miss out. So save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Oh my goodness! Hey fans, welcome back from the break. Elio, I have become a new man. I'm not going to break your back this week in any kind of wrestling maneuver. The, the uh, Oh, so you had your uh, you had your lemonade. I had my lemonade. Uh, all, okay, all, all the meanness is out of you. Oh, well, I'm looking at the rest of the things and there's no mention of OVE anywhere in here so it makes me happy I I look at uh, the things we're going to talk about next there's no one to hate on so let's just get in there and talk some really good wrestling alright oh it sounds good we're going to start off with ROH fans moving over to the ROH spectrum of things strong show this week um, only yes. three matches um, oh my god I know I said I didn't want to hate but I have to hate on somebody coming up here Oh. first we had Eli Ipsen yep Beating Facade. No. Facade is everything wrong in a white wrestler. <laughs> what is this guy, man? Dreadlocks. He's got the, the the Western poncho thing on. He's dressed in neon colors. He's blonde. He has a porn mustache. I don't understand this guy, man. He's making my head hurt. Is he the third brother from OVE? Because he sure looks like he could be one of the Chris brothers, too, doesn't he? He does. Uh, this is my first time seeing him. I've... Uh... I saw him today. Um, what, were the, what was that the match they were doing? Are they doing like a mini tournament? Yeah, yeah. The winner of this match would go on to face whoever would win in the main event to be the number one. It, the winner of this goes on next week to fight oh, the no. winner of... Uh, oh, well, it ends up being Silas Young. They'll fight each other, and then they become the number one contender to Jeff Cobb's title. Oh, right, right. Um, the main event, which we'll get to. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. So um, Facade does have some cool moves. I'll give him that. He's, he's very uh, different, but man, that looking at that guy, yeah. he is a car wreck and a half. Holy <laughs> crap. He looks terrible. I don't understand that. It, it makes my head blow up. It really does. He is OVE. You know what? I'm almost thinking someday, you know, that uh, POV has their books and, and their lists. I think we should start creating a list. Starting off with the Chris Brothers of like our book of haters, you know, yep. the wrestlers that we look at, and we're like, what the right? And <laughs> I'm sorry, but Facade is the first non OVE guy who's got to go in there because what the hell, dude? <laughs> go look in the mirror. You are like some kind of new age clown, and it's I, not even. I, I can't, can't take keep you seriously. A book of that, I'll <laughs> even keep a book. I think okay, we're keeping a book. It is called Our We Hate OVE. And anyone who reminds us of them. And our first entry is Facade. Well, after OVE, of course, and Sammy Callahan. Facade, those okay. three. Those three. But our first entry is Facade. Fans. I have, to, I have to ask, is that his name or is that what he was putting on? I think it was both. That was pretty <laughs> brilliant. That was brilliant. You woke up, Elio. What were you drinking on the break? <laughs> um, Eli Ibsen, when he first came in and I saw Facade, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, well... Ibsen's kind of just this new guy they're sort of bringing in. I didn't really think he'd actually win the match. Facade actually did have some cool moves. Some, well, not cool, but just very unusual offense. In the end, he gets the neon knocked out of him, and uh, Ibsen goes on to the next round. Mm -hmm. uh, the match itself, what did you think? It was okay. Like you said, uh, it had, they had some cool moves, but... Uh, can't get past that look. Yeah, Ooh. can't get past the look. All right. Uh, moving on. Our friend Roosh. From uh, Los Ignobles de Mexico, taking on 
the kingdom's representative, T.K. Orion. Now, T.K. Going Orion, into, the baseball player. Yeah. Going into yeah. this, let's face it, did you really think T.K. Orion had any chance here? No. <laughs> I don't think anyone did. They're, they're not um, going to make Rusha lose on his, in his debut match. Well, it was a pretty good match. He did some pretty fun stuff. It was almost, yep. there's parts like when he does, he almost looks like he's Naito because they belong to the kind of sister clubs, you know? Yep. And whenever Naito goes over to Mexico, he wrestles with them. And uh, it was cool seeing that, seeing the mannerisms and the moves. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the match, after uh, after uh, Roosh wins, uh, Vinny Marcellia comes out from under the ring with the balloons and they all attack the rest of the kingdom. They did a horrible three-man concerto that looked just vicious on Roosh. My question here, though, is how dumb is Vinny? I mean, he could have came up earlier to help his buddy. He waited till he got his ass added to him before he came up. Now, I have a question. Like, uh, when they have these guys hiding under the ring, I don't yeah. know. Where, uh, how do they know, like, when to, like, uh, come out? And, like, what do they do while they're under there? They call that to have to do all that time while they're under there. Well, what they have is a teleportation system from the far future where they actually materialized the guy three seconds before by using a time counter, um, sort of like a, a time splitter thing where they can see any alternate future. Oh, no, wait, sorry. I think that they just crawl like under there and break. Creative writing. <laughs> I think they just crawl under there and break. And uh, I don't know. There's got to be some kind of, I, That's probably why he didn't interfere is he waited till the bell rang. <laughs> That sounds like some Lucha Underground creative writing right there. Yeah, I'm actually going to be writing season six, seven, and nine. <laughs> hey, anyway. the number eight. <laughs> they they didn't want me to do eight. It's a really unlucky number for me. Um, really good match. Roosh looks good. I am uh, actually excited to see him. I am actually, I'm not going to lie. I am excited to see him more in ROH because that's more of a heavy wrestling work style than MLW does. So I'm sad that MLW kind of got screwed over and we didn't get to see the the LA Park eventual matchup. But yeah. I think Roosh is going to do really well in ROH and it's going to be interested, interesting to watch him. Uh, the main event, what happens when two slobby beer buddies just don't get along anymore? <laughs> oh, well, Silas Young and the Beer City Bruiser. Silas Young and the Beer City Bruiser. Uh, remember last week, Beer City Bruiser? Kind of weepingly, like, I thought we were friends, Silas. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Well, we're not friends. It's a business uh, working. Yeah, we're just wor- we're working pals. We're working well, relationship, yeah. Silas Young, really good wrestler. Really enjoy his stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Really took it to the Bruiser. Bruiser got a few things in there. He even had his big fat friend. Who is that guy? Uh, he's just uh, that giant yeah, Brian Balonis or something. Something uh, like that. I didn't get the name. Missed he, it, but, yeah. He's even slobbier than like... Uh, <laughs> Than uh, Beer City Bruiser, and uh, it's in the end, Silas ends up winning it because Beer City Bruiser asked for a no DQ match in the beginning, mm-hmm. and uh, Silas manages to craft his way out, puts him next week against Eli Ibsen. Who do you really think has a chance against Silas Young? I don't. No, no, no. So we're pretty much looking at Silas Young and Jeff Cobb in the future. Yeah. I'm already, uh, I'm already gonna, say, I'm gonna say right now, Silas Young wins next week. That's it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say that one too. And fans, if we were wrong. Elio will jump off his garage and break both his legs. Is that right, Elio? <laughs> I will do that. I actually, uh, the roof outside my window. How come everything's always violent for you, Elio? Why do you got to be that guy? Anyhow, this week's ROH, fun. Had some good, concise wrestling. Facade yep. made me think I was watching some bad Nickelodeon cartoon for a while, but uh, it came around. Um uh, yeah, I'm going to give this one a thumbs up this week. How about yeah, you, I'm going to give it a thumbs up, yeah. Okay. I'm going to give this one a thumbs up. I really enjoyed it. Uh, 
Aside from a side boat. Okay. Next, we're going to move on to uh, Major League Wrestling, MLW. Um, <laughs> starting off, there was a reoccurring kind of story going on here with Sammy Callahan being told he wasn't going to get paid until he took out Tom Lawler. So he grabs a hammer and basically runs around <laughs> every time bullying just about everybody he oh, can. Yeah, we'll this, was, the, this was the whole theme of the night. Yeah, and uh, we'll get to the end part. After we talk about the last match, we'll say what happened at the very end with this. Uh, right. Let's let's start off with Dragon Lee beating Rich Swan. Dragon Lee beating, yes. Now, and, uh, here's, here's the confusion I was talking about, Elio. We just yes. saw Rich Swan this week on Impact being the crowd favorite, loving everybody, doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Then he comes out in MLW, and he's like crotch-chopping the fans, giving the finger, being a jerk. That stuff's just kind of confusing. No, you know, it's actually uh, surprising uh, yeah. when, I, when I saw that, because I'm like, wait a minute, isn't Rich Swan a good guy? Yeah, exactly. And that's why, fans, I threw that pull out there, because I know for me, I find this confusing watching guys yeah. being polar opposites of themselves. Uh, the match was good. Dragon Lee didn't get a chance to show his uh, offensive maneuvers because uh, Rich Swan pretty much grounded him a lot in this uh, match, which was surprising. Yep. Surprising tactics. Uh, Dragon Lee does manage to get the win, however. Next, oh, so many levels I don't want to even watch this match, but Brian oh. Pillman Jr. beating. Oh, hey, can we add him into our book? Tommy, <laughs> yeah. I can't believe yeah. you're still alive, Dreamer. <laughs> Please add him in that you, book you of know, ours, our I, hater I, book. I, I, I have to say, Tommy Dreamer, this isn't 1993. ECW is done. That's it. All he does is he comes out. All it does is get him an ECW chant, and that's it. That's all he does it for. He looks like an angry old bus driver (laughs) who's telling kids to, you know, quit screwing around in the back of the bus. Uh, And then he gets beat up every single time. And I'm not sure what to think about Brian Tillman Jr., though. Just yeah, yet. it's too soon yet. I'm not going to say his promo in the beginning was terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I found it started well, got very incoherent, lost yep. himself, uh, didn't have that presence. It felt kind of dumb at the end, but yep. he's young. I mean, he's only been wrestling a year and a half. Let's give oh. this guy a little time. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if Teddy Hart can uh, can get something out of him. We may have, you know, a diamond in the rough here. Yeah. Uh, you know what thing I appreciated in this match, which I thought was extremely funny, is uh, well, somebody said, "What was the difference?" One of the announcers said, "Well, what's the difference between a Singapore cane and a kendo stick?" Oh. And the other guy went on this whole bullshit <laughs> long explanation, just pretty much on there with my time travel story I tried to tell you at the beginning here. Uh, it was ridiculous, and the guy sold it like it was like like he was handed like a. A piece of Tupperware in the mall. It was it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. Um, then low key beating uh, Fred Yehai. Now Yehai, Yehi, no. Yehai. I, I like Fred Yehai, but we didn't really get much to see him here. It was a, mm-hmm. almost a squash in some ways, you know. Uh, low key. Now uh, this is this is very graphic, but yep. doesn't low key look like if your penis jumped off you <laughs> and was hard and ran in the ring and just wrestled? He looks like an angry little penis. <laughs> <laughs> no, we um, I um, I think I know what uh, you were talking about the, the other week. How long has MLW been around? Apparently, off and on, yes, off and on since two thousand and four. Now he's claiming and that. How he long has, has he been there? Since two thousand and four, so he's claiming he has fifteen years yeah, unbeaten yeah, streak. Because he said at the beginning, that's why yeah. I was asking you: is, is that true? Fifteen years undefeated. Well, it reminds me of guys in uh, my regular profession of cooking. Okay, there are guys who. 
Sure, between say nineteen, say say two thousand, they cooked to say two thousand to two thousand three. Then they went four years as a truck driver, then two years as this, and then came back for three years. But then they claim they've been cooking since the beginning. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, so it's only in his mind then. Okay. Yeah, it's not a solid. The company hasn't even been around a solid fifteen years. It's kind of faded in and out at times. Right, um, because I was looking that up on a uh, Wikipedia earlier, which of yeah. course. We won't get into that because we know about Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. So, but what do you think? Do you, do you think low key is somebody's angry penis that escaped? Because I'm kind of <laughs> yeah, wondering that. Yeah, Fred, Ye- Fred Yehi tried to slap the penis around. It did not work. <laughs> uh, I am a penis of honor. All right. Anyways, now I'm not going to get into my usual low key uh, shenanigans. Uh, I wish we could have saw more of Fred. He 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 did some really cool when he did mm-hmm. got some maneuvers in. It was pretty cool. Um, Though it was basically a showcase for Loki getting ready for the Lawler thing. And speaking of Lawler, now, we all know that wrestling is kind of predetermined. And we do know that a lot of the skits and things you see are just written. But I I wished in my heart of hearts that when Sammy Callahan went in that room with the hammer, that it was real. And that Lawler actually did something to him when he came out carrying that hammer. (laughs) Uh, Sammy Callahan, if ever a man deserved to be beaten with a hammer on national television, it's probably you. <laughs> yeah, it's just a Lawler just like came out, came right out, out of that kitchen, holding that hammer with that look on his face. I wonder how that hammer tasted. Did you see what... Whoa, 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 whoa! Did you just say you wondered how that hammer tasted? No, uh, Elio, what the hell, man? You wondered Did how you the hammer me? tasted? You're a cruel man, Elio. I think I'm gonna have to put a backbreaker on you. That that's horrible, man. <laughs> Fans, please excuse my co-host. The bloodlust in this man is unbelievable. Unbelievable. You know what? I'm going to get back to more more sane things. Let's go into NXT UK. NXT, yes. Um, and these were... I knew um, when I started watching NXT UK that I had seen these uh, names somewhere. And then uh-huh. I remember from last week, these were the dark matches that took place before NXT's takeover Blackpool. Yes. And that's kind of the tradition of NXT. If you watch NXT, the regular show, uh, right after their... The week after they show their takeover... The matches you get are the dark matches there. Now let's yep. look at let's look at some of these dark matches um, and some of the people because we're gonna start to. I want to start getting more and more used to the people we're seeing here. Uh, first of all, Legero taking on Legero. Saxon Huxley. Now he was uh, in the uh, in the first uh, UK tournament that they had. Yes, he was. But you know what? Looking at Saxon Huxley, right? You know who he reminded me of? Who? He really looked like a smaller Bruiser Brody. He had the pads. He had the like yeah, the, he had the, the hair, boots, the, the hair, look, yep. and he kind of had the style. And I think that's something that'll really work with him. Um, <laughs> I knew Saxon Huxley when he first graduated from Va- uh, from the Lance Storm Academy oh. in Calgary, and he spent about a year in PWA. And I'd see him quite regular, and he was very more British, more prim, and a little more definitely not the look he has now. And mm-hmm. uh, I really think that this is probably the better way for him to go. I like this. I think yeah. that uh, we need a Bruiser Brody type character uh, out yeah, there. Yeah, he's, he's got a good look, and he's got a yeah. good look for it. Ligero, man, I'm not sure what to think of Ligero. He <laughs> looks like they got some kid at a street corner and told yeah. him to put a devil mask on and get in the ring <laughs> because yeah, he. Yeah, I does... don't know what to, I don't know what to think of uh, Ligero. Uh, I hate Can't to say really that. Say. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to say it. We're not putting him in the book this week, our hater book. We're not going to put him in the hater book this week. But he may end up in there because he's right on the edge of like, what the You're off the hook this week, Ligero. You you were watching you, Ligero. You better get your crap together. (laughs) Anyhow, Ligero ends up winning over Saxon Huxley, which I was very shocked at. 
Um, I don't know. This match, I, I just don't buy Liguero a lot, too. I have a problem with him. He, is it that he's too small? He just doesn't really look like a wrestler? I'm not sure. I just I don't just, think he fits that whole uh, UK mode style yeah. mode. He doesn't really, yeah. does he? And yet they no. talk about how he's the most tenured and been around longer than most of these wrestlers. And uh, okay, I, I don't get it. The fans seem to like him, though. Okay. So. <laughs> uh, okay, moving on for the wi- next. We had a women's match. Uh, Isla Dawn, Isla Dawn, Isla Dawn, uh, Isla Dawn versus Ginny. Yeah. Your your thoughts on this one? This was okay. I can't really say much about either one. I I'm not a fan of. Uh, Ginny and the whole, the whole, her whole look. Yeah. You know, Ginny looks very um, generic. Yep. She looks like a woman a little too old to be wrestling. I found the the match be kind of boring. It was a little bit. Uh, Yep. Isla Dawn had a few cool moves in there. I think she has uh, some potential. You want, one thing I'm going to throw out here now. Uh, the two nights that we watched those snake pit matches, did you notice there was kind of a, and I didn't really bring it up, and there's a reason, was uh, there was a women's thing going on where they were having women fight yeah, each so other quite a bit. Yeah, the ring. Yeah, yeah. And I've got to say, from watching NXT women to watching RevPro women, mm-hmm. RevPro women wrestlers are definitely a step down. They they are definitely the lower part of the ladder here. Um, yeah. Even like I, I was watching, I was watching some of them after I watched yeah. the two matches that uh, you had uh, told me to check yeah. out. I was watching some of the other ones, and yeah, yeah. And like as as may you know, we're a little hard on Ginny here, but she was even as we're hard on her, she was like head and shoulders above almost every girl on the Rev Pro shows. Mm-hmm. So um, that that definitely shows that kind of schism between talent, at least on the women's side. It seems like uh, NXT UK has really picked up the better women British wrestlers. Um, Rev Pro was still dealing with the lower end, and there's nothing wrong with their looks or anything, but the skill level is definitely not there in the Rev Pro ones. Yeah, I mean, Ginny, she may not have had a heck of a lot of it of interesting offense, but it was more than you got out of the Rev Pro shows. Yeah, uh, oh, she she won the match. You know? She won the match. Yeah, but uh, I really but, hoped this. I was really cheering for the other girl. I I, I thought she had the more of a too. look of a wrestler, and she had a yeah. few more interesting moves in her. Yep. But but, you know but again, like some some good moves, but still like a rather boring match. Yeah, it was a bit of a boring match. And let's go to the main event now. And uh, wow, talk about some characters here. Uh, Fabian Eichner, who we saw in the original two hundred five tournament. Oh, uh, do you remember that one? He was in the the original. What did they call it back then? The one, the very first oh, light heavyweight. Oh, I know the cruiserweight classic. Cruiserweight classic. He was okay. in that. I think I was in uh, Italy at that time. I didn't get to watch it. Oh, okay. Oh, look at Mr. Traveler here. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Fabian Eichner teaming up with Marcel Barthel. Now, together they just sort of those kind of guys when you first glance at them, you think they're going to be really boring. Yep. But they mesh rather well. They're yeah. kind of like the revival. They're kind of like two guys who together, maybe on their own they won't be so great, but together they form a pretty tough tag team. There's a pretty good tag team match. The revival again versus Marcel Barthel and Fabian Eichner. Oh, that will be a good. That would be a darn good match, I think. Yeah. But anyways, Fabian Eichner and Marcel Barthel taking on the team of Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. Now, Mark Andrews, you should Mark know Andrews. him. You know him from Impact. Yeah, you, where they used to call him Mandrews all the time. Mandrews. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that was creative, eh? Way to go, Impact. You guys know how to write a show. Anyways. <laughs> Looking at these guys, Mark Andrews, yep. kind of generic looking. Yeah. He kind of looks like every other British wrestler that you don't really know the name of. He's another Drake Maverick. I mean, they're friends, right? Yeah. And then, okay, 
Flash Morgan Webster. Where the hell did they get this guy? I mean, he came out wearing the goofiest looking crap I've seen in a long time. Oh my um, God. Did you hear what they called him? Yeah, yeah. What they called him? The, the, the Mod Father? The, the Mod, Mod Father. Father. Oh, my Lord. Or the Mod Father, <sighs> yeah. Fans who are wondering what the what mod is, go look up uh, the Who 1965 in that era, and you'll see the kind of kids that called themselves mods driving around scooters dressed like this guy. Um, <laughs> he looked terrible. He looked hilariously bad. Uh, yet, not obnoxious. Nowhere on the level of our hater book. Nowhere on the level of OVE. Uh, no. I would watch Flash Morgan Webster 20 times more than I would OVE. So, you know. Or Facade. Oh, God, don't bring up Facade, please. <laughs> That's a nightmare I'm going to have. I'm going to wake up dressed like Facade and pretty much hang myself. Oh, no. <sighs> Anyhow, match was actually really good. This was a good tag team match. Um, Eichner and Barthel, basically, they kind of dominated a little bit more than the other team. Uh, there was lots of times that Andrews and Webster were like just like getting beat, you know, <laughs> trying to get the tag, never quite getting it. Yep. In the end, Eichner and Barthel winning, uh, definitely showing that they're probably the new big heel team to look out for on uh, NXT UK. So I expect yep. a lot out of these guys. I know the company's very big on them, and a lot of people find them very interesting. So good stuff. Flash Morgan Webster, I guess it's a gimmick, you know. And besides, uh, how far fun is it to say Marcel Barthel? Yeah, it kind of is, isn't it? Um <laughs> uh, for Flash Morgan Webster, if you want to dress like that, hey, if there can be Space Monkey and other weird crap like that wrestling, <laughs> sure, you could be the Mod Father. Why not? <laughs> well, you know what, Elio? This has been, uh, uh, we're trying to make it, it has been a shorter episode than usual for us. Yep. We didn't go on blab, but you know what? We created our first hater book. Um, it'll be our thing. Let's not be too cruel, but come on. How cruel can you be to OVE, Sammy Callahan, uh, and what was the guy we just... Oh, Facade. I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. I mean, you can't even say Facade without laughing, okay? I mean, you know, he's probably the nicest guy in the world, too, but I... No. No. <laughs> no. I'm just going to say no. I'm resounding no. Fans, if you want to have a great laugh, go look at Facade. Tell us what you think. Tell us, are we wrong? Have we missed the train? Is dreadlocks, uh, neon, uh, porn stash, a handkerchief like uh, the the Rock and Roll Express? Is all that stuff cool? Did we miss the boat, Elio? I don't think we did. But you know what, Elio? If they're wrong, if 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 we have two hundred fans that write in and say facade is cool, I love his look. Elio <laughs> will put his hair in dreadlocks. I I have no hair. There will be no dreadlocks. I will do that. <laughs> you will shave your head, won't you, to get out of those dreadlocks? <laughs> I might have to cut it down even shorter than it already is. Yeah, you might. But you know what, uh, Elio? Thanks a lot, man. We had some fun this week. We, uh, yeah, we did. Uh, we, we always have fun. I always enjoy getting the chance to talk to you. Fans, We uh, look us up on uh, – well, you're listening now. Keep listening. Tell your friends. You know what? We're here to talk about the wrestling that's all around that falls through the cracks. If there's stuff you want us to look at, things you want us to talk about, talk to us. Send us an, uh, on Facebook. W okay, what is it? Wrestling Podcast POV is the name of the, the, the page. They'll answer your questions. Send us our stuff there. Who knows? Maybe someday we'll get important enough to have our own Facebook page. Also, don't forget this Sunday, uh, there's uh, the points, the Royal Rumble points game. 
Yes. Now, I'm unsure of how that all works, but I know all the information of that is on Wrestling Podcast POV. This is a fun game for wrestling fans. If you're going to watch the Royal Rumble, why not? You know what? Me and Elliot, we're going to sit down probably. You're going to enter this year? I'm going to enter. Not the Rumble, of course. I'm going to enter into this game, and uh, hopefully yeah, I don't end up being uh, Rick Serrano the turd. That's oh, what they I'm give the award to the lowest. Well, you're going to be what? I'm already a world champion, a POV champion, and a overseas champion. Oh, wow. Look who's Mr. Italy. Okay, anyways. <laughs> I guess I have to take a run at this because uh, uh, that's just the kind of guy I am. Elio, yep. thank you for coming on this week. Uh, it was fun. It, you know, Elio Canella, you, you, you make this show fun. Uh, I'm, I'm your other host, TJ Logan. Folks, we've had a great time. Uh, drop us a letter. Please feel free to go onto the polls. All those people who we uh, wrote on the polls and we talked about, Please forgive us if we said your name wrong. We're, we're trying our best. We're not trying to be dicks. Uh, but we really appreciate you talking. Because isn't that what makes wrestling grow? The chance to get yes. to talk about it. All right. Well, fans, we'll see you next week. And uh, we may be two lonely, cold boys from uh, Canada. But we're hopefully warming up your hearts in some great independent wrestling.